Hey there, and welcome to the Life with the Shahs podcast. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. What's up? Hey, we almost made it through January. I know. This might be like one of the fastest Januarys. I know. Actually. It it's does been, feel like that. It's been sunny a lot. Yeah. And hasn't snowed. It is so good. It's kind of crazy. Have you noticed we talk about the weather a lot on our podcast? We do? Yeah. It, well, maybe that means I'm getting old. I like the weather. You, you've you always been like that, though. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. How you feeling? Well, the weather does affect us, you know? It does. It affects yeah. our moods. And yeah. Our, yeah. The sun's been awesome, though. Yeah. So. You know, we're getting to going to spring. It's getting good. It's good. It was a big week for our country. We got a new president yesterday. Yes, we did. Biden was our new president. Yeah. And it's been a crazy, tense, divided year for our country. I don't think anyone would argue that. Nope. And we're not going to talk about politics today, but we just want to talk about relationally, just what does it look like as Jesus Church when I think we have become a culture as a whole, our country that just tear each other apart, Christians yeah. and non-Christians, and want to cancel each other. And, you know, it's all about policies and finding dirt on other people so then you can go off and right. say, I told you so. And, I mean, you don't get experience this as much because you're not on social media. So <laughs> That's true. You're such a purist, <laughs> you Amish boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't see as much of it as as everybody does, but I definitely hear the effects of it. And yes. Kind of, kind of feel Yes. The pressure that everybody's under mm-hmm. as I'm talking and praying with people, yeah. Yeah, so today we just want to talk a little bit about navigating that. Like, yeah, when we love Jesus, how do we be in relationship and not make it about things that we're super passionate about or also how do we be people that love people that we think really differently on things or we live a different way? I mean, to me, that's kind of the whole call of yeah. being Jesus churches. You know, we're not a cult. You know, yeah. a cult or religion. Forcing everybody to agree. Be, yeah. If we all dress the same, yeah. we all live exactly the same, you know. Yeah. And it's like, I think Jesus came to shake all that up, you know. Right. He was always challenging the religious people. Right. And for me, that's always like something I'm praying about. Right. I'm like, God, help me not to be yeah. one of the religious people who right. thinks I'm doing it so right, right. in your name yep. and I'm actually missing your heart. Right. Give me your heart. Right. So how do we do that? What are some things? Well, as a church, you know, we have so many different people and different backgrounds and thoughts and stuff. And so kind of our adventure the last 10 years of planting this church has been trying to bring so many different people from different backgrounds together mm-hmm. for a common purpose, you know? And so there's always that how do we get everybody moving together kind of tension? And I think that through this time, I know that we've talked about it a ton is, okay, we got to keep just the main thing, the main thing Mm -hmm. right now and not allow all these other kind of ideas and voices to come into the church or come into our hearts in a way that pulls us away from each other. Mm -hmm. What can we unify around? And for us, that's just Jesus loving him with all our hearts, mind, soul, strength. And people, right? And loving people and helping people experience Jesus, and that's just 
it's really simple, but it's also really difficult to keep so it simple. Hard to do. Yeah, yeah. It, it's tempting to make it complicated and about all these other things that the world is yelling about and shoving down our throats. And it's really, I think, a real challenge for us to just keep the main thing the main thing. Mm-hmm. And to keep our hearts focused on Jesus and helping as many people love Jesus as possible and loving people as much as we possibly can and figuring out ways to love and serve and help people and just keeping that focus, Jesus and people. I mean, I feel like that was a lot of the reset that Jesus was doing when he walked the earth because they were religious people steeped right. in rules and regulations and policies and politics. And they were it was thick in that in that first century. And so he was trying to show him a new way, hmm. you know, as as he's having dinner with Matthew, the tax collector, you know, like these outcast culturally people that how could you be a traitor and and go with the Romans, you know, and take taxes from your own people to, you know, to help the Romans and this oppressive government over us, you know, and Jesus is at his house for dinner. Hmm. And you know, his statement is so clear in that that passage. Hey, I came to call the sick. That Those are the ones that need a doctor, not the healthy. You know, I yeah. came to call the sinners, not the righteous ones. Like, he just really cut through all of it and just said, it's about people. Hmm. People that are sick, people that need help, people that need uh, hope, you know. And so I think that that's, that's something that I think is real challenge right now is for us to keep the main thing the main thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard though, don't you think? I mean, when you think about even in our own family or with our girls and, and everything, uh, there's a lot of conversations. I, I think that people don't want to just say, uh, when you do that, it like makes people mad. You know, it's mm-hmm. interesting. It's mm-hmm. like, well, you can't just say that. Like it can't just be <laughs> Jesus or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's, there's a lot of tension and a lot of emotions and, you know, we've never had a pandemic before. We've never experienced a lot of these things. And I think, that grace just needs to be what we're known for too as people of God. And I think it always, you know, just like we say at our church goes back to one person at a time. And most of the people that I know that I'm in close relationship or, or an acquaintances with that believe a lot different than me. I love them so much because I know the reason they think those things and the reason they have those beliefs. And so I have a lot of grace and I love them for who they are. And I'm not like, oh, I can't believe they think that. You know what I mean? I'm like, whoa, they grew up like this. They had this, you know, and it's not my job to or my right, my right to talk to them about those things. You know, it's my job just to love them and I know that sounds super simple and people, you know, might not agree with that, but I just have seen that time and time again. I mean, I have some really good friends that think a lot different than me on some big things, Christians and Mm non-Christians. And it's, that's what I think makes the body beautiful. And that's what I think gives God the most glory Mm -hmm. is not that we are all think the same and, you know, and I think he, Jesus is always trying to challenge us to keep it the main thing and yeah. to always go back to ourselves. Yeah. Like getting, you know, the speck. Yeah. Right? It's like, it's so easy to read things on the internet or think things about how people believe, but it always needs to go back to where's my heart at in right. that. 
Like, why does that matter so much that I get frustrated that they think that or, you know? Do you think that's part of it, though, is like the, like, I'm all about digital and, you know, the internet is awesome and all of that. But when you don't actually talk to somebody, it's just you read their their post or whatever, right. there's such a disconnect from of understanding. Yes. Like who they really are, what they actually think. You just see a few words and you react Make to those words. Yes. Yeah. Versus actually knowing the person. Right. And I'm not anti-digital in that, but it does seem like there's a overdoing of the digital stuff that leads us to this place of right. overreacting yes. to everything and everyone and yes. kind of a brokenness yes. in how we we interact and and I'm I'm afraid as a person who's trying to lead people relationally that it's affecting how we interact with people in person. You know, the digital space is now right. kind of corrupting the in-person space, Absolutely. if you will. So we're yeah. we're on edge around real people, not just, you know, mm-hmm. in the in the kind of the digital world, but like now when we're sitting together at a meal or <laughs> we're talking on the phone or whatever there's an actual hesitancy or an edginess about our relationships mm. because of some of the volatility that we've seen, yeah. you know? And I think, is this a time for us to really maybe consider kind of resetting some of this relationally yeah. and, right. and going, hey, I think we're supposed to be different than the world is. Mm-hmm. And Jesus' people have always had a very high calling to be a unified people. Mm. And I think that's a testimony. It's a witness to the world that people from different backgrounds and thoughts and different views on stuff can actually be on the same page and on the same team heading in the same direction together. That's supernatural. Right. And that's a like a witness, like, wow, God must be working in those people's mm. lives, that they would be humble enough, they would be gracious enough, they would be, you know, uh, forgiving enough to actually stay connected to those people and not allow their differences to divide them. And, and I think that that's something Jesus has always been passionate about. I was thinking about John 17, you know, that verse in uh, verse 20, when he's praying for the church. So he finished praying for his disciples. And then he's like, my prayer is not just for my disciples alone, but I also pray for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Hmm that they may be one so that the world would believe that you sent me. I mean, that's a pretty powerful powerful statement. And Jesus is praying for us Mm -hmm. that way, Hmm. that we would be able to be one the way he and the Father are one. And the whole thought that the world will know when we get this figured out. Hmm. Yeah. That's a pretty. Or when you do love someone, like, you know, I think of someone in my life that, you know, we know through sports and other things and like, she knows that I love her, even yeah. though we think really different. Absolutely. And since she knows me too, yeah. most people that think maybe or believe how I do, she doesn't agree with, but doesn't she like, knows yeah. me enough. And so yeah. I think it always goes back to relationship and mm-hmm. we want to make it not that. And because relationship's harder, you know, yes. it takes time and yeah. effort and talking and yeah. getting to know someone, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think um, just trying to navigate this together, like how do we want to help? Like how do we help people do this well? How do we be one even though we think differently right. or believe maybe differently on issues? Um, 
I think one of the mature things is to just take a step back and be like, it's okay if we don't agree on everything. Mm. Yeah. You know, I, when you think about that, like there's a, there's a real, um, just, I guess, a sense of self like confidence. Like, yeah. I don't have to get it takes every- maturity. I think. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Like I don't have to get everybody to agree with me to feel okay about myself. Mm. Yeah. Cause I mean, don't you think sometimes it's real yes. insecurity, like, Maybe I'm wrong, and so if I can convince everybody I'm right, right, <laughs> then I won't feel so weird. Or somehow it makes weird. us feel better if everyone's like, "Oh yeah, exactly." Yeah. And we get all fired up about it, and yeah. it's like, you know, rah yeah. rah. But instead, I think it's if we put all that towards Jesus, right? right? That it's energy, like, especially yeah. as believers, I'm like, wow. If we just spent half the time we are like, you know, in all this thing crud that's yeah. gone on this year and put that energy towards the kingdom of God, you know, I'm just like, wow, we would that, see we revival. Would revival. Yeah, we would. Yeah. yeah. If we cared more about like that kingdom yeah. than this kingdom and where yeah. people stand, it's yeah. like, I think just starting right there, even just God, give me, give me a heart and give me a passion for a kingdom that's bigger than this yeah. country. Yep. I mean, I love what we were listening to someone the other day. They're like, that's small thinking. Right. It's small thinking to think, America is all there is mm-hmm. or that it's all over right. and our country's done yeah. and God just, what's going to happen? Right. God is so big. That's yeah. small thinking. Like God His is- His kingdom is endured forever. We can't even that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah. even I think of that picture of heaven, it's like every tribe, every yeah. language will be in yeah. heaven. Like that's unity. Yeah. Like it's not everyone that, you know, and that's not popular to talk about, but it's like, there's going to be a lot of people in heaven who haven't had the Christian American suburban experience that I've had. Right. There's going to be people that were in a hut and have never seen Instagram right. and have never worshipped on a Hillsong song. Right. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. that's the power yeah. of Jesus yeah. is he comes to people and it's personal right. and it's powerful though. Right. right. Yeah. In all different ways. Amen. I love what you were saying the other day. We were talking to someone too. It's how in the Old Testament, it was about like a country and a people group, right. right? Yeah. Yeah. How God moved, how he interacted was he was establishing a nation Correct. in Israel. And then as we move into the New Testament, his spirit was poured out on all oh. mankind. Mm. That Joel 2 prophecy Peter preached about in Acts chapter 2. And so I really feel like the faith moved from a nationalistic faith, like the people of Israel, to a very individual, personal faith at right. that point. And then what happened is it crossed every dividing line. Mm. And now the church becomes this great unifier mm. of Jesus' kingdom across every line. Mm. So amazing. Yeah. And so it's it's his spirit inside of his people that gives us the capacity to cross all those dividing lines and now still be a unified people in in spite of all of our differences. Mm, So awesome. And so to pray and think nationalistically, we might be thinking too small. Yeah. And and I'm not opposed to, you know, we pray for our country all the time. That's not what I'm saying. It's more like there's a lot bigger kingdom going on and being built and a lot bigger war being fought right now. It's a spiritual one Amen. for people's souls. Mm-hmm. And it's across every line and every divide and every people group and every mm-hmm. tribe and nation and language. And mm-hmm. that's the that's the kingdom that we're invited to be a part of. Yeah. And it's so much bigger than 
than what we have been mm -hmm. kind of squabbling about the last mm. 12 yeah. months, you know? And, and I think it's important to take a step back and go, wow, not everybody has to agree with me to be like unified. Like mm -hmm. we can we can be more mature than that, yeah. more humble than that, and more mm -hmm. secure than that too. I think it's really insecure to think I only can be in relationship with people that agree with me completely. Yeah. That's really... That's a cult. <laughs> that is. That is, yeah. Something I was thinking too, it just is self-centered is just thinking about what I believe and what people, what I don't agree with and agree with. But when you're giving your life away and, you know, like yesterday we were talking about someone in our church going through a hard thing. When you're with people that are broken, mm -hmm. politics yeah. And opinions and policies don't matter anymore. No. When you're being the church and walking with someone when they've lost a kid or yeah. they're going through divorce or yeah. they're going through suffering, like that's where Jesus like meets us. And that's yeah. where I think he breaks our heart for people. Right. And that's the body of yeah. Jesus. It's yeah. not yelling at each other through a screen. It's carrying each other's burdens. Right. And when you do that, with someone, there's something holy about that. And you're not thinking, I wonder where they stand on this. Right. God is unifies you and you pray together. And when God breaks your heart for people and yeah. for what they're going through, none of that matters no. anymore. And I think just that's what we need more of yeah. as a people. And I pray for our church and our city that way is just soft hearts. Yeah. Because when we have soft hearts, God can move yeah. and we can love people and he can change us and grow us. And all of that just doesn't really matter right. anymore. Right. And I think that's, what's always just like sad to me in a way is when people are just so fired up about, let's say where their kid goes to school or whatever it is. I'm just like, <laughs> your kid is what matters. Right. Not, you know, so it always just goes back to relationship. Yeah. And I just, yeah. I just want, you know, in my own life and our church and our city and whoever's listening today, just let's just think about people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. When you, when I think more about how to like kind of navigate this, um, I think just that posture where you're in a convincing manner, like you're trying to pull people into your camp all the time. Um, you're really hard to be in relationship with. Mm -hmm. And I think about it like that polling. It's like a, a salesman, mm -hmm. you know, that is trying to get you to buy that car and you know you can't afford it or whatever, you know, like it's really off-putting, you mm -hmm. know, when you're in relationship with people like that. And um, like you're saying, a, a soft heart just gives me the the freedom to not have to pull people, mm -hmm. just to love people where they are and allow them to be where they are and 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 just <laughs> love them. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many other things we can talk about and, and pray about and walk through together without having to fight about things that we don't agree on. You know, it's it's really um, it's really a, a choice to make like mm -hmm. when when we think about people like that. Yeah. Well, uh, when you're talking to people and trying to just understand them, you know, one of the things that we've thought a lot about is just questions, asking questions mm -hmm. to try to seek to understand what people think and where they're coming from and right. what's happening in their life. Just get to know people. Yeah. Not with even an agenda of knowing where they stand on things. Right. You know? yeah. 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 I remember so many times where we've kind of like 
joked about um, asking questions and like how you feel like sometimes in a conversation, you're the only one that asks <laughs> right. all the questions, you know, and you're trying to understand where somebody's at or whatever. But I think that that's a skill and a, and a discipline mm-hmm. that really it helps is. break down those walls mm-hmm. is just just asking really good questions and mm-hmm. listening really well and and asking more questions than opinions you give, you know, mm-hmm. and, and asking in a way that you really want to hear. And I know I struggle with this. I get defensive. I get, you know, I'm like everybody else. And if I'm, you know, being cornered or whatever, yeah, me I, too. I, I, Definitely. Get, I get all weird like that. But I think I was thinking about years ago when we first started uh, working at Real Life in Idaho, mm-hmm. um, I got, Jim asked me to be on the preaching team there. And then he assigned me a sermon with, um, another guy on staff who was like a Bible school professor, like this amazing, like theological. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, how's this going to go? Because he also came from like a, a camp of church world that was really not uh, into the spiritual gifts at all. Mm-hmm. We came out of a much more like Pentecostal background, much more expressive in the spiritual gifts. And the passage we were preaching on was what 1 Corinthians 14, yeah, <laughs> right. all about spiritual gifts. And I remember that exercise, that time being such a special time, though, because here we are on the same staff together and assigned with to preach. With different opinions. Yeah, assigned to preach the same sermon together with totally different backgrounds and opinions. And we didn't, like, come to the end of that and, like, we totally are on the same page. But we totally loved each other, understood each other, and we were able to stand on the stage together confidently and proclaim the truth of God's word together. You know, it was like a really like eye-opening moment for mm-hmm. me. I was probably, you know, 25 or something it at the time. Takes a lot of maturity to do that. To, yeah. You know? Yeah. It was really cool. I mean, very humble of him too. I mean, he probably could have, right. he could have, you know, put me in, in the ground theologically in a lot of ways, but I just was like, man, that's really special. And that's the kind of the point of this conversation, I think, is like it's supernatural mm-hmm. when people choose to come together around the main thing and right. just keep the main thing the main thing and not allow all those little differences to separate us mm-hmm. and divide us. I think yeah. that's a real intentional choice. It's hard. It is. Yeah. But I think it's what we need right now. Yeah. And, and I, I think Jesus like came so humbly. Yeah. And we try to like think about it like if we're Christians, like, ah, like we're right. Like we got to take stands. And I know yeah. that's more where I can tend to go, but it's like, if Jesus wanted that, he would have came and we already would have like the political party that was Jesus or something, or we would already have that like, but instead he chose people's hearts. And he also chose to come as a baby in a barn, like humbly, like not, you know, in on a Hummer tank with like guns, (laughs) you know, flexing his muscles. But you know, it's like, it's, it's always the opposite of right. the world's way is yeah. normally Jesus' way. Right. And it's it's hard for us to fathom that sometimes because yeah. we do operate as people right. living in this physical world, right. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we wrap it up? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, I hope this conversation's helpful. Yeah. I think we just, we have a heart to, let's just love each other. Yeah. Well, this week, maybe you need to turn off your phone. Maybe yeah. you need to text someone and say you're sorry. Yep. Or maybe you just need to meet face-to-face yeah. and talk. I think after this year of being isolated yeah. because of the virus and then also all the politics stuff, like we just need to get back to knowing how to be in relationship. Right. <laughs> and 
that is a skill that we are passionate about yep. and we need to be passionate about. And yeah. it also, you get out of practice. I yeah, think everyone do. has. Yeah. So you get awkward when you're only on your screens, right? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Get face to face with somebody, pray for somebody, mm. ask them how you can pray. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe that's the conversation, not. Yeah. What do you think about the president yeah. or whatever, you know, just, just talk about Make spiritual it personal, things. Yeah. Personal. We all have personal things going on that are different than the country's things. Yeah. And we need to remember that right now. There's yeah. still babies being born. People yeah. are getting married. There's yeah. happy things. There's sad things. People are going through divorce and cancer and yeah. brokenness. And that's where Jesus meets us. It's yeah. in real life. It's not in ideas and yeah. theories. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's be people that can love and bring grace. Amen. Keep the main thing the main thing. That's right. Love you, babe. Okay. Love you too. See you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Life with the Shaws podcast. Be sure to stay in touch and visit the description for our contact info. We would love to be praying for you. Before you take off, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. As always, we hope this podcast encouraged you and pointed you closer to Jesus. Take care.